everybody doing? It's time for the second episode of the Working Man's BFS show. Uh, today, really just want to go over some introduction to Daily Fantasy Sports items with you. We're going to cover uh, some different terms, what Daily Fantasy Sports is, uh, different things like that. Uh, as a qualifier, I apologize. Uh, any minute now, my uh, wife is going to get home. My dog, who is off the frame, is laying here. And she is going to go crazy and start barking. Uh, she will stop as soon as she realizes there's not an intruder coming in the house. Um, so let's go ahead and jump in. Uh, kind of a cool story to start off with. I was at my local golf course on Saturday. About to play around the golf with some buddies. And somebody walked up to me and said, hey man, how's it going? Hadn't seen you in a while. And I was like, oh, pretty good. Good to see you. Um, he said, hey, I wanted to let you know I uh, watched your video and uh, signed up for a uh, DraftKings account and won a little bit of money this week. So um, that was really cool to hear uh, after our first episode. You know, we uh, <clears throat> got somebody else picked up, uh, taking part in Daily Fantasy Sports, was able to talk to him for a bit, uh, hung out with him uh, a lot this weekend. So uh, definitely good to see him. Um, so let's go ahead and get into it. Um, the first term, I'm going to throw the terms up here. That's kind of why I've got this space open here. Um, so you guys can see those. Um, the first term, let's just go ahead and cover, and I know I've kind of used them interchangeably, and that's been intentional up until now. Um, DFS stands for uh, Daily Fantasy Sports. And so you might ask, what is Daily Fantasy Sports? I've heard of fantasy sports before, but I'm not familiar with Daily Fantasy Sports. Um, up until like the past few years, until DFS has gotten really big, uh, it was all about season-long fantasy. You pay a few bucks at the beginning of a season, you pick your team with your buddies or uh, whoever, you make trades. Uh, with DFS, it's a little different. Uh, every week, uh, you pick a different team, if we're talking NFL, um, and for a sport like NBA, uh, your team changes every night. So. Uh, the people that bring uh, Daily Fantasy Sports probably the most, and you've probably seen the commercials for them, would be DraftKings and FanDuel. Um, again, I am more of a proponent of DraftKings than FanDuel, uh, just for personal reasons. Mainly, when I first got started, FanDuel was a little more difficult to use, and they didn't offer uh, like free roll games. DraftKings did. Um, so I kind of wanted to see if it was even something I would enjoy before I put money in. So... Um, that's why I started with DraftKings and have just kind of been with them ever since. Um, so that's, uh, I would recommend choosing one. There's a lot of people who would say, you know, I play both. Um, I, I do, you know, one this week, one next week. Sometimes I do both just to see how I'd win the most money. I would not recommend doing that. Uh, again, if you're watching this, more than likely you're working, uh, you have a tight schedule, and you're just trying to fit everything in you can at once. I would rather take the time researching how to construct my best lineups that week for one DFS provider than to try to differentiate between the two. Um, the scoring for them is a little bit different. For NFL, DraftKings is full point points per reception or PPR. Um, and then uh, FanDuel is half point PPR. So DraftKings one point, uh, FanDuel half point, and then NBA score differently as well. Um, I'm really still becoming familiar with the NBA scoring, um, so I can't just spout off the numbers. Hopefully, um, I'll get there eventually. So the way this works is um, every week uh, for football, every night for basketball, um, what you would do is you go in, you choose your team, and it, what is done there is an auction draft. So there's lots of different kinds of drafts that you've probably heard of um, in your year-long fantasy sports. So 
uh, whether it's like a snake draft or um, an auction draft. An auction draft means that you're given an allotted amount of money. Um, and so for football, it's $50,000. You're given $50,000 and you have to draft a team with the $50,000. And DraftKings has an algorithm in which they rank players so and to determine how much they cost. Um, so really, you have to spend that allotment of money um, to get a team. And it doesn't matter. Like Me and you could both have Tom Brady next week or me and you could both have Todd Gurley at running back next week. People can have the same different players, the same players. It's how you construct your lineup with the amount of money you've been given. So that's a little bit different from season long, even with the auction style and how that works. Um, but that's how DraftKings does it. Um, so you choose your team, and then based on, depending on what kind of game you play, um, depending on where you finish, determines if you finished in the money uh, that week. So um, the... Commercials that you'll see for DraftKings um, and FanDuel will say like, hey, like this guy won a million dollars playing Daily Fantasy Sports. He's so awesome. Um, yeah, there's guys that do that. And like I said in my last video, there's also people that do this for a living and make a lot of money doing it. Um, so it, is there a chance that you can go up against those guys and, and win a million dollars or win a lot of money? Sure. Um, but a lot of times when I talk to people, they'll say like, oh, I, tr I tried DraftKings, but uh, I never won any money. And my next question is, well, what kind of games were you playing? And they would be like, oh, you know, just the tournaments that they advertise on TV. And I'm like, well, it's no wonder you didn't win any money. And so um, I actually had this conversation with uh, my buddy at the golf course the other day. He actually did win in a uh, tournament, but uh, he, he didn't win a ton of money. And, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. So let's get into the different uh, game types, the two main game types. Uh, the first ones are called Guaranteed Prize Pools, or GPPs. Uh, those are the games that you uh, will see on commercials. They'll say, oh, you can win a million dollars, and you can. Like, you can win a million dollars. I think my first week doing it, I had a free ticket, and I won $60 and a GPP. Like, I was stoked. Uh, but, like, you're more than likely not going to win that kind of money every week, and the chances of you winning... Uh, huge money, obviously, are very slim, but it is possible. Um, so, those are GPPs. It's around the top 15% of people in GPPs actually finish in the money. And there are going to be hundreds of thousands of people um, in a GPP. So, there are multiple GPPs. They're different sizes. They're different entry fees to get into. Obviously, the greater the entry fee, uh, the more money you can win. But the top 15% or somewhere in there, depending on the game, will generally finish with... Um, a large majority more money than they put in, um, but there's less of a chance that you win. Uh, the next type of game I'm going to talk about are called cash games. Um, so there's a few different kinds of cash games. Uh, first, you have your 50-50s, uh, you have your double-ups, and you have your head-to-heads. Um, so with 50-50s, um, you, if you finish in, it's a little uh, more than the top 50%, or so around the top 50%, you win almost double your money back. So more of the field wins, but you get a little less than double your money. Double ups, around right at half the field wins, but you double your money. So less people win, but you double your money if you finish in that top 50% range. Um, those are the ones that I typically play more of, uh, just because to me it's much cleaner, uh, clean cut. And then you have your head-to-heads. Those are one-on-one. So uh, like tonight for NBA, it's a short slate. Um, I'm actually playing uh, in my, my first head-to-head -head game in NBA just because 
Uh, I wanted to try it out tonight. It wasn't a slate that I was crazy about. Um, I really had a frustrating night in NBA last night. So I was like, hey, why not? Like, let's go ahead and, uh, and roll this out and see what happens. So those are different types of games. And those are the games that if you're looking to play in volume and play a lot of games every week, those are the games that you're probably going to win more often and win more money in. Um, so with GPPs and cash games, you want to construct your lineup a little bit differently. So with a GPP, uh, you want to play more of what they call contrarian plays. A contrarian play is maybe a player who um, not a lot of people are on yet, but have the opportunity to score big points. So when we talk about players, we like to talk about their ceilings and their floors. Their floor is like the least amount of points that they can score, and their ceiling is the most amount of points they can score. So either two or three weeks ago, uh, the Vikings wide receiver, uh, Stefan Diggs, not many people were on him, but the people that did have him in GPPs did very well because he was really cheap. Um, he had a really high ceiling, and he hit that ceiling and probably actually exceeded it, but he had a really low floor. So... If I'm looking to be contrarian in a GPP game, I'm going to play players that are a little bit more risky, who uh, might have a chance to score a lot of points, but also have a chance to score very little points. Whereas with cash games, again, so like around 50% of the field is going to win money, I'm going to pay guys that I know are a little bit more of a sure thing. Um, so uh, you'll see like a lot of Phillip Rivers, a lot of Julio Jones, a lot of DeAndre Hopkins, Todd Gurley. Um, those guys are, are higher owned in cash games, and that's okay. You, you, you can afford to be less contrarian in cash games because those are the games that you want to win your money on and be a little bit more contrarian in your GPPs. Um, so another thing that you look for, you'll hear used a lot, is value for players to exceed value. Um, for NFL, around uh, like two and a half times what you paid for a player would be uh, what you wanted them to score. So if you paid like 5000 for a player, you would want them to score uh, around 15 points for you um, in order to make that value back. So you'll hear about that. Uh, one word that is, well, two words actually that are used a lot are uh, chase and fade. So um, there's some guys like uh, Julio Jones is a player that I'm going to chase every week. I want to get him in my lineup. Um, I want to... Uh, I want to have him. And then there's players that, that you fade. So there may be a guy who's like, hey, this guy went off last week, but you know his matchup isn't very good the next week, or he's too expensive for me to fit in my lineup. You would, you'll hear somebody say like, oh, I'm fading him this week. So uh, this would have been a very good week to fade Aaron Rodgers. Um, he, or uh, unfortunately for me, this would have been a very good week to fade Andy Dalton. So um, that is um, a little bit about how that works. Those are just some really quick uh, terms to get you guys started. So again, uh, just to rehash, FanDuel, DraftKings are your two big DFS providers. Uh, I, I would recommend choosing one. I've chosen DraftKings. I would recommend DraftKings as well. Um, they use an auction draft system. Um, so you're paying for players and you have to remain within that budget in order for that lineup to be acceptable to use. Um, again, you could win millions of dollars doing this, but there are two different kinds of games that we like to look at. We like to look at GPPs, uh, which will play some different players in than we would play in our cash games. Around our top 10 or 15% are going to win money in GPPs, but they're going to win more than they put in. For our cash games, around the top 50% are going to win around double their money.
um, except for in 50-50s and head-to-heads. Head-to-heads, they have what they call a rake, uh, which I didn't mention earlier, which is money that DraftKings takes off the top. It's almost like an entry fee to play. It's not a lot of money uh, that they take off. You would still win almost double your money um, in head-to-head games. Um, so, again, you want to construct those lineups differently, and your GPPs, you want to go a little more contrarian uh, and find those guys who have what they call a low ownership percentage. So, um, players that aren't owned by as many players that could go off, but they could also not do well either. Those players have a very low floor, but a very high ceiling. In our cash games, we want to go much more uh, for the sure thing. We want to play players that have a high floor and a high ceiling, but you want to make sure players are hitting that floor to get values out of those players. So we can pass and fade players, um, and that's just a little bit of what goes into constructing a lineup uh, every week if you're doing football, um, every night if you're doing NBA. There's different game slates you can play. On Sundays, you can play just the early games or just the late games. Or you can do Monday-Thursday games or 1 o'clock only or 4 to the night game only, 4 to Monday night. Um, there's, a, excuse me, there's a lot of options there. So um, NBA, same thing. You can play just late games or you can play... Um, the whole slate. So there's um, a lot of options that you can do there. Um, In our next episode, um, I am working on the technology to be able to uh, record my screen. I need to make sure that I can get that working properly. I am almost there. And we're actually going to just construct a few lineups, you know, uh, maybe uh, for the next night's NBA game. Um, So they probably won't be my final lineup. Um, But just to show you guys how it works, um, some different things that we can do. So I'm looking forward to that. A lot of this will probably, I just threw a lot of information at you, and a lot of it may not make sense right away. But as you play and kind of see how this works and watch more of these videos, you'll get much more familiar with the process, how that works. And before you know it, you'll be uh, talking with the lingo and and playing games, you know, as much as you want, as little as you want, uh, different types of games, doing different things. So, uh, really excited about that. Just a few things that are coming uh, for you guys. I'm working on getting some uh, things for the wall over here uh, so it's not so bland looking. So uh, hoping to get some of that in here soon. Uh, my wife never came home yet, so the dog did not interrupt us. So that is a good thing. Chloe's laying here uh, nice and comfortably on the edge of the bed. So um, anyways, guys, really excited to keep this going. Thank you to everybody who's watched so far. Uh, we're going to continue to make improvements And as this grows and gets bigger, uh, the only way this is going to get bigger is if you tell your friends about it. Um, Tweet tweet me. You can uh, put a link to the the YouTube video in there. Uh, The Facebook page is going to be coming up soon. And if this continues to take off, we'll house um, some different information as well um, on like a blog type site uh, so you guys can have that. So lots of good things coming, but I can't do these things until... um, you know, viewership's up and and I'm able to put the time and effort into it um, for you guys. So again, I'm Daniel McClanahan. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter at DMcclanahan and you can follow uh, the show here at Working Man DFS. Uh, Really excited for tonight. I'm going to go downstairs and see if I can't uh, find an NBA game on and I wish you guys the best of luck. Thanks. Bye.